everyone. Welcome back inside Centura Health Training Center for another episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, the Broncos were back at practice as they look to turn the page towards Sunday versus the Washington Commanders. We'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, quarterback Russell Wilson, and several other players today as they look ahead. All that and more coming up. The Broncos look to turn the page today as they return to practice and look ahead to Sunday's matchup versus the Washington Commanders. And looking back at their week one game versus the Raiders, head coach Sean Payton said offensively they weren't able to create explosive plays. So that's the focus this week, and they're hoping to fix that come Sunday. I call probably three or four explosive. The intent is an explosive play or a shot play. Sometimes the coverage dictates it that it's not. Um, you know, we run the Olay pump and we kind of catch it. We just nick the sideline. We're out of bounds there. Um, we got pressured on one of them. Russ had to, you know, get rid of it quickly. Uh, so, you know, there's there's certain looks you call it for, and then maybe you get out of the looks if if if, you, if you're not getting what you're looking for, um, and then some of them you feel good about regardless of what you see. So, uh, that being said, though, just the and it, and it doesn't have to be a 50-yard touchdown pass, you know, a 20-yard, 30-yard completion or a big run. Um, you know, at some point, those, those things lead to, I mean, and I'm all for a 17-play drive, don't get me wrong, but I'm also like a five-play drive. Quarterback Russell Wilson added to that by discussing how they hope to create more explosive plays in the passing game and what it would mean to get wide receiver Jerry Judy back. Well, Jerry's obviously such an explosive player. Um, I think we had some great opportunities last week. You know, we had uh, Phil down the side. We almost had that one. That would have been a huge one. Yeah, great, great momentum there. Um, but, you know, we've had some other plays, too, you know, we're trying to get to. Um, you know, and, and unfortunately, we, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't get to all of them. But, um, you know, with only six possessions. But I thought we had some really good plays. Obviously, when we got to the red zone, even though we had those long drives, we had some good explosive plays in the red zone with, obviously, Cortland and LJ and just – um, maybe not distance-wise, but just excitement and guys getting open, making some great plays. So um, we, we definitely uh, aren't gun-shy, that's for sure. You know, we're definitely uh, you know, not afraid to attack down the field, but also to um, take what the defense gives us and, and, and be successful with that as well. We also heard head coach Sean Payton talk about how close Jerry Judy was to playing in Sunday's game, that it truly was a game-time decision. We also heard Jerry Judy talk about how he feels this week. And I get it sometimes, you guys, when I say – game day but he was a game day decision and uh hamstrings are tricky though you know the idea of possibly getting set back two or three more weeks um but he was close um we actually had a a workout pregame you know to go through it and made our decision off that you know i'm just taking it day by day you know just just keep stacking them days you know and just keep getting better Head coach Sean Payne and Russell Wilson also talked about Washington's defensive front and how talented they are, especially their interior players. They create a lot of minus plays. I mean, just looking at the cutups, um, you'll see second and 12s. Um, I'm not even talking about rushing the passer, just within the framework of the run game. Um, they're real active, they're athletic. Um, you know, all of those guys have had Obviously, great college careers. A lot of them are first-round draft picks that, that are playing well. And the defense kind of feeds off that. Um, so they're a handful. I mean, they're, you, you got to look closely at what you want to do in the running game and then 
certainly in the protections as well. Yeah, the commanders, they have a great defensive line. They got some great players on the other side. Played them before. Uh, these are these are the real forces. They're great competitors. Got a lot of respect for them. Um, you know, they all they, they move really well. Uh, they're physical. They can stop the run game. They're they're really good in, the, on, in terms of the passing game. Trying to get to the quarterback as well. Um, it'll be great a great opportunity for our, our offensive line as as uh, we got a really talented offensive line. Um, you know, got some really big guards in there and, and cushion there too as well, um, especially with their interior and. Um, you know, so it should be a good, great matchup. It'll, it'll be a great challenge and great opportunity for us. And now it's time to take a look at today's injury report. Tight end Greg Dulcich did not participate on a Wednesday. And outside linebacker Frank Clark, wide receiver Jerry Judy, defensive tackle DJ Jones, and cornerback Riley Moss were all limited at practice. Now joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is fellow team reporter Phil Milani. Phil, thanks for hopping on the show today. Sid, thank you very much. Always happy to be here. It must be Wednesday. Yes, it is. Because <laughs> you're on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, Phil, a lot to talk about today. We'll start with uh, some of the transactions. Head coach Sean Payton said that they placed Caden uh, Stearns on injured reserve today. So kind of want to talk about the safety depth. You know, yeah. of course, PJ Locke is also on IR right now. Won't be back for several weeks. So we got Delarian Turner-Yell and JL Skinner. What do you think about those guys and how do you hope to see them step up? Yeah, we'll have to see uh, what they're able to do. Uh, you know, JL Skinner is a kind of guy that you know, has uh, a lot of potential, you mm -hmm. know, but uh, he came into uh, the off-season program with a little bit of an injury there right. coming out of Boise State. And then seems like um, they like his potential, but maybe he's not quite ready to be like thrown into uh, a major role just yet. Yeah. And then uh, they, what do they call him? Trey? Trey, Tur uh, yeah. Uh, Turner yelled there, nickname. but they call him Trey. <laughs> uh, I think he might be able to uh, step up and, and uh, uh, play a little bit more here. And then also uh, the guy on the uh, practice squad, Key. Oh, right. Uh, I'm Devin Key. Uh, Devin yep. Key, yep. Uh, he's a guy who brings a, a big physical element, and uh, you could see him maybe come up on game days and play a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, he. I just remember one hit in that final game against the Rams where I was like, this guy this can bring guy, it a little right. bit. So, um, yeah, those guys, some, somebody's going to have to uh, get in the mix a little bit there to just provide some depth. Otherwise, I, I just imagine that K-Jack right. is going to play a lot more snaps than in, initially anticipated because right. I sort of think that the vision there was Justin is for sure the safety that's going to be out there every single play. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, I think they were thinking about a combination of Caden Stearns and K-Jack. And now that Caden uh, sounds like he's done for this season. Yeah. Um, uh, this Sean Payton sort of said that at the very end of his press availability on Wednesday. So it, it does seem like he's going to be done for the season. So now I expect to start KJX is going to play a lot more than initially anticipated. Mm -hmm. And then one of those other guys is going to have to uh, step up a little bit. Yeah, reports were saying that Caden Stearns tore a patellar tendon. Yeah. Which I Googled that, Phil. <laughs> and um, it, it basically he tore part of his kneecap, the yeah. kneecap that connects with the top of his shin. That sounds, sounds painful. really painful. Sounds and terrible. you could tell he was in a lot of pain. Yeah, I think he was in a lot of pain. And then also I think that you feel bad for Caden because right. it, it was such a promising off season for him. Yeah. It seemed like he was finally really healthy mm -hmm. and ready to go. And um, primed to have a good year. Yeah, you know, and you just think about like a guy's sort of career, how fast things happen in the NFL where you're drafted, you're here, you think you're gonna have this long career, you never know what's gonna happen. And you know, this was supposed to be the year for Caden, year three. Mm -hmm. he was going to like really take off. So right. I think this, the disappointment of that 
uh, you know, we wish him a speedy recovery and, 100%. you know, uh, hope that he gets back out on the field sooner rather than later. And, you know, we'll finally get a chance to see that potential. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, things just happen so fast that now already three years of his professional career are just over. Right. Yeah, like you mentioned, hoping him, wishing him a speedy recovery there. Phil, within that same uh, transaction, the Broncos activated wide receiver Lil Jordan Humphrey LJ. to yeah to the <laughs> active roster. So nice to see him make the fifty-three after yeah. you know last week's game, getting the touchdown there. Yeah, exactly. I think that he's showing what he can do out on the field. You right. know. Uh, when he first came to the Broncos, it seemed like, oh, Marquez Callaway was sort of the guy, and then we'll see yeah. what little Jordan Humphrey can do, mm -hmm. you know, guys that Sean was familiar with from uh, his time in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. But really, L.J. Humphrey was the more consistent player all throughout training camp, and then in the preseason, they made a few plays there, and then, of course, last week, the touchdown. So uh, I think consistency is what's important there. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he, he really showed it, and uh, he made the big touchdown play, and uh, hopefully we'll see if he can uh, continue continue that on uh, now as part of the active roster yeah definitely sticking with the wide receivers here phil we saw jerry judy he was limited at practice again today but we talked to him in the locker room following practice and you know he says he's feeling good still kind of day by day getting better every day what do you think it would really mean just to have him back this week? Yeah, he didn't want to give a percentage on right. where he was. He was like, I'm not going to tell you that, but, you know, he was out there more a part of practice mm -hmm. on Wednesday. Uh, Sean Payton was asked about him. Uh, he said that, look, he was really a game-time decision yeah. and that they put him through a little bit of a workout before the game, mm -hmm. and then they made a call. And I think that the big thing with the hamstring is everybody reacts a little bit differently to him. Right. So, you know, not every hamstring injury is the same. And then I think the big thing is you don't want this to linger. Mm -hmm. You got to be a hundred percent healthy, then return to play because it's not one of those things that you can sort of fight your way through. For because sure. especially at this point in the year, you don't want this to be every week he's dealing with. He's limited, you know. Yeah. You just don't want that to be so. Needs the to Rockers, get back to a hundred percent first, right? They made the decision. Hey, he's not a hundred percent. We're not going to play him out there. And mm -hmm. maybe it's just the fact of like, if he was a game time decision last week, one more week of rest here, you would think that uh, that's a positive sign uh, right. and trending toward being able to go on uh, Sunday against Washington. Definitely. Yeah. Well, we heard head coach Sean Payne and Russell Wilson talk earlier in the show about explosive plays and trying to create more of those out there. And maybe, you know, Jerry's absence in the last game kind yeah. of contributed to that. So maybe we'll see more of that this week if he is able to go. Yeah. You know, when I watch football around the league and I see these other teams, it seems like every team has like a guy who is like a bailout type of player. Yeah. Like I'm going to throw it in his direction and just trust him to take care of the rest, mm -hmm. you know, and Jerry is that guy for the Broncos. It feels like that he's that kind of explosive weapon that he can do things where, you know, say Russ is in trouble, where's Jerry? I'm going to throw it in his direction and just for trust sure. that a play is made there. Mm -hmm. It feels like Jerry Judy can be that guy for the Broncos and him not being there and then Greg Dulcich going down, that that really took away two mm -hmm. of the top three weapons for, for Russ in that game. And, you know, you talk about just having six possessions, you know, and then things not going well in the second half. Well, hey, a big difference was that Greg was gone and Judy was already out. So right. if he He's able to go uh, this week, Jerry. Uh, that's that's going to be a big deal for the Broncos. And, and yeah, creating those explosive plays downfield. You know, after the game, Sean Payton said that, look, uh, the Raiders played this soft shell, really limited their yeah. ability to do that. Mm -hmm. But he also mentioned that, hey, I called like four or five plays that were 
designed Design. to be explosive. Mm -hmm. That Philip Dorsett play, Russell Wilson brought that up a couple of yeah. times. You know, hey, if you're able to connect there, that's a big play. So for sure. it, it did seem like there were a couple of shots, there were a couple of opportunities for them to connect on that. Uh, the Corlin Sutton pass interference play, um, you know, if they're able to hit that, that would be considered an explosive. So it feels like whenever there are those opportunities, they really got to make sure make that sure. they connect. Definitely. And so, like, the door said, if he's inbounds, who knows how that game unfolds? You know That's what I true. mean? So, little, it's a game of inches. It, so, it if, uh, if they can just be a little bit more um, exact, I think right. Sean Payton used that word on, mm -hmm. uh, on Wednesday. You got to, we got to be a little more exact, is what he said. Uh, if the Broncos can do that, then maybe some of these things will get a little cleaned up. Definitely. Phil, looking at the run game, I know we we heard from Javante Williams and Samaje P. Ryan following practice in locker room. I know you talked to Javante specifically. How do they get more of those explosive runs as well? Because I, I know this week is going to be really tough at the commander's defensive line. They're yeah. a really, really solid group. It did seem like a couple of times when they got outside those guys, Javante and Samaje, yeah. they were able to have some success. Mm -hmm. And whether that comes from a handoff or just a screenplay or you just get those guys in open space, right. then they can really go to work and – it was just great seeing Javante out there. It really I mean, was. Uh, you know, uh, Russell Wilson talked about the play where he, you know, put his hand on the ground, bounced right. up, and kept going. Got back Stiff up. Yeah. arm, you know. Uh, he looked like the Javante from two years ago. So uh, I think that those two guys can be really big weapons in, in both the running game and passing game. Mm -hmm. You know, I expect the Broncos to get those guys involved in some screenplays and some design stuff on the outside because you get them out there, that's when you can really get 20, 25 yards. Samaje had the run or the catch and then went up the sideline there. Yeah, you know, those are big plays. Are. And um, especially because if it's a mismatch where maybe you have a slower linebacker who's trying to chase Javante right. to get over there with him, Javante's going to win. Gonna win. If mm -hmm. it's a smaller safety or something, you know, Javante's got a good chance to like break a tackle, stiff arm a guy. Right. So uh, those guys can be big time mismatches out there. Same way like that, like a tight end is. And, uh, I, I think Champagne likes to use them, and I expect him to use uh, Samaje and Javante that way. Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be exciting to see kind of how their roles evolve as they yeah. get used to Champagne's offense over the next coming weeks. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, and Phil, I know you talked to Javante, and he was, you know, asked him kind of about what it was like getting tackled again. I know he did in the preseason, yeah. but now that it's the regular season too, he said didn't hurt at all. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing is, okay, you go out there in preseason and do it. Uh, right. You're just getting through that game. And yeah. then you're like, okay, how do I feel here? Yeah. The regular season is like a whole different thing because you're playing the entire game and then boom, you're getting ready for the next game right away. For you sure. know, the weeks you don't have time to really yeah, think about it. It's like snowballing it. a little yeah. bit here where it's like, okay, you just played the Raiders. Now you lose that game by one point. Yeah. Now there's a lot of pressure on the Broncos to win game two. Mm -hmm. You don't want to start 0 and 2. Right. Especially not at home. Yeah, yeah, two games at home. All of a sudden you're into the next week and the thing starts rolling here a little. It's true. And so for a guy like Javante coming off of that game, you're like, okay, how did my knee feel? Mm -hmm. Am I ready to go again? In right away yeah and he said that he's learned from guys who previously got hurt they told him hey even if it doesn't feel bad continue to rehab that knee don't well, wait for it to feel sore right stay Just on top of it. it 
So Javante's in here doing that work wow. in addition to getting ready to face Washington. He's continuing his knee rehab all throughout the week. And, you know, that's the kind of commitment it takes to, to come back from an injury like that. Definitely. That's great to hear for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I expect him to be a huge part of this offense. I agree. You, know, yeah. you can kind of see. We missed him last year. Yeah. You can kind of see Sean Payton or like Russell Wilson. They get a little excited when you bring up his name. And yeah. I, I think that they're going to continue to figure out ways, especially as he gets stronger and stronger, mm -hmm. to use him more use and more. Him. Yep. We'll be exciting. We'll see what happens this Sunday. Phil, appreciate oh, you coming gosh. on the show. Thanks, Sid. This is a big one. You know, you, you look at the statistics and teams that start 0-2, you know, puts a lot good. of fresh. Yeah, yeah. So you got to, it's like uh, less than 50% of those teams make the playoffs. Mm. Uh, 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 sorry, one and one, it's still less than 50%. Less it's than like 50. 42% or something. Okay. But then if you're 0-2, that drops all the way down to like 11%. Oh, wow. So you're facing an uphill battle. Yeah. One of Champagne's teams did that, though, in New Orleans. They started 0-2 in 2017. Then they ran off eight straight wins. Wow. So made the playoffs it's not that year. impossible. Yeah. You make the playoffs. I think that team went to the divisional round mm -hmm. uh, and lost to Minnesota that year. But So, so not, it's impossible. not impossible. Right. But Let's keep. you want to win what, this game, I think, if you're the Broncos, Definitely. and just bounce back and show, hey, that was just a one-point loss. Yeah. Let's, let's it was a weird game. First game was, was a weird, weird game. game. Six possessions. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're facing Jimmy G there. Now they got Sam Howell coming in. It's a little bit of a different deal. And uh, you want to get this one at home. Definitely. Well, so. we'll look to do it on Sunday. Yeah. Exciting. Thanks, Thanks. Ed. Appreciate Thanks, it. And Broncos fans, don't forget, Paramount Plus is your streaming home to catch every local NFL and CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the team as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with NFL and CBS awaits, so stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now. Broncos Country, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode.